big beard. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Ayana. <laughs> Welcome to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Welcome. Um, Get away. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Fill in the Blank Podcast. What up? How are y'all doing? How are you doing? You don't ask them, Kayla. They can't answer. I mean, they're listening. And when they hear me say, how are you doing? They're going to think about it and be like, mm. dang, how am I doing? Oh, maybe we should start doing that every episode. How are y'all doing? Really ask yourself. Think about it for a second. Don't say I'm good and just pass over it because a lot of times we don't be good. Mm. But Ayana, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm actually good. You're good? Are you good? How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Okay. I, yeah, I think I'm pretty good. I feel like we had a good day today. We had a great day today, y'all. We went to, uh, I was about to say Shed Aquarium. Why? <laughs> we went to a uh, Museum of Science and... What is <laughs> the it? science. Oh. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> the Museum of Science and Industry. Okay, yes. That. But where did we go before that? To eat? Yeah. Batter and berries? Yeah. First of all, that French, if you're in Chicago and you haven't had batter and berries, or if you're going to do a trip to Chicago, you need to go to batter and berries. That French toast was so good. Mm-hmm. The chicken sausage was good. Mm-hmm. The French I, toast is good. The French toast was good. Yeah. The crab cakes were good. <laughs> oh, yeah. We we literally ordered so much food that we it barely crazy. could fit on our table. Yeah, we went a little crazy. But it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. And the thing about the French toast is you don't have to use syrup for it. Yeah, you don't need syrup at all. No. So they have a maple butter Mm. and you spread that all over it. But all of the... All of the French toast comes with like some type of topping. Yeah. So then that kind of substitutes the. Bro, I've never had watermelon French toast before. That's crazy. I know you ate that. I was like, I it don't know good. about that. You that lemon it? one though was the best. Okay. I saved it for last. I barely ate any of it because I knew I wasn't going to eat all that French toast. And I was like, I want to take some of it home. What's your least favorite one out of the ones you had? Strangely enough, the watermelon one. The watermelon. Yeah. The flavor took me off. Yeah. Um, but the rest was so good. Mm-hmm. They had that caramel one. Oh, God. It was too sweet, though, but it was good. Yeah. That's why I stick with the... Normally, when Marcus and I go, we get a blueberry and a strawberry, mm. and then we give each other two. So we'll split it in that's half. That's cute. So then we can that's have blueberry and strawberry. I feel like that's how you should properly mm-hmm. eat lunch or breakfast or dinner with somebody. Yeah. Both of y'all get something that y'all want, and then just split yes, it. Yes, and split it. Then you get the best of both worlds. Exactly. That's but yes, smart. we went to Museum of Science and Industry as well. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. It was fun. We were trying to stay longer, but my parking expired, and I couldn't and extend Chicago it. Chicago don't play about their parking. They will. Do you know, since I've changed my license plates from Georgia to Illinois, I've had, like, I kid you not, like, three tickets already. Really? It's like they weren't able to catch me before because they couldn't get the, the uh, yeah, but now, oh, my God. You're not under the radar no more. Oh, my God. I get them all the time. I got them once a day. That's crazy. I was like, what? A hundred bucks? Yeah. So I've already spit out, since I've gotten my car, like $300 Mm-mm. on tickets. That's crazy. I'm so annoyed. I thought I was a good driver. Turns out I'm not. <laughs> what is it? Is it red lights? They're speeding? red lights. It's red lights. It's the red lights. I'm like, I can turn right right here. No. No. Nah, when you see that camera thing up, well, normally, you know what I do? Mm. For my GPS, I don't have the sound on 
that um like tells me like turn right turn left but i have the cautions on cuz um. they'll tell you like speed camera ahead or they'll say um, red light camera ahead. Uh -huh. So then you know when it's coming up. Okay. And you know not to play. Okay. Um, but anyways, yeah. So we had a really good day. Mm -hmm. We had a good day. It's been a long time. This leads into kind of what we're going to be talking this about today. definitely leads into the topic. <laughs> um, but it has been a very long time since we've had like true quality time with just me and you. Yeah. Um, and it's long overdue. Very much so overdue. Yeah, very much so long overdue. It's part of the reason why we didn't have an episode last week. Yeah. Because the episode... Okay. It's like, how do I explain this? Yeah, how do we start? Okay. So when we had the episode last week, mm -hmm. it was virtual. Yeah. And... Which is always a little harder yeah, to do. Virtual is a little more difficult. Because it's hard for you to find your pocket in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Because it also, because it kind of does delay sometimes. So then you'll start speaking, but then the other person's speaking. So it's just kind of like, yeah. it's like hopscotch or <laughs> double dutch, like trying to get in. Like, Ooh, no, you go. No, yeah. <laughs> so it was just, that was happening. The, and there were four of us. Yeah, it was four of us. But before it was four of us, we tried to record twice. Yeah, we did. Before that. And the vibes were not vibing. It just wasn't vibing. It wasn't meshing. It didn't, it wasn't translating. It sounded scripted. Yeah. And that's just not what we do here. Yeah. So it was weird. And so that was when Ariel and Asia were like, all right, we're <laughs> going to jump in and we're going to try to do an episode with all four of us. And the idea of the episode was really good. And I think it was really needed. Mm -hmm. But because it was virtual, it didn't It just didn't translate. translate. Yeah. It didn't translate. But the, the purpose of the conversation was being best friends and doing business together yeah. and the highs and lows of that experience. Because there are absolutely highs and lows. Yes. Especially and, when there's four of you guys who are all friends. Yes. And how that could just be impactful and damaging and mm. all of that to the friendship if you don't know if how to If you don't manage navigate it. it well. So I... so. Leading into the topic, at the end of last, and I'm kind of glad it didn't air. <laughs> Me too. I'm kind of glad it didn't air because there was a moment, because I would have just asked to cut it out, honestly. There was a moment at the end of the of last week's episode where Kayla says, okay, everybody say something that you love about like the podcast, like being on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And of course me, my extra ass decided that I wanted to say something good about everyone. And so I went in order according to people on my screen. So it was Asia, Ariel, and then uh, Kayla. Mm -hmm. And I went in order and I started off with Asia and I was immediately able to say like, I don't know, very good things about Asia. I got to Ariel, was able to say good things about Ariel. And then when I got to Kayla, I realized my mind went blank and then I was grasping. And that's not to say that I don't think there are good things about Kayla. I love Kayla and I can say 10 th good things about her right now. But what I realized in that moment is that my focus for a minute was only on the tension and the frustrations mm -hmm. in our business relationship and in our friendship. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I wasn't able to pull from the good things that I know about you. I was mm -hmm. only able to pull from what my conscious mind has been focused on, yeah. which concerned the shit out of me. Well, it concerned me too, because I didn't know. Like that was the moment for me when we were on that call. So there was something that was said er earlier in the call that I won't mention fully, but there, there's a group chat. I got kicked oh, out yeah. alongside with somebody else that I shouldn't even be grouped with. Yeah. And I was like, 
I got kicked out with them. Yeah. I was like, that's crazy. That doesn't even make sense. So that was the first thing where my feelings were a little crushed. So then I think that also threw our vibe off for our first episodes because yeah. I was like, okay, got to push through, got to push through. And then when that happened at the end, I was like, Ayana don't like me. <laughs> I literally, I was, I had like an aha moment. I was like, she don't like me. She not my friend. Everything's oh my a lie. It's like full-blown panic. And do you know, I went an entire week because, I mean, we all felt it. I didn't, but the crazy part is, is I didn't know that you felt it too. But I didn't feel it until then. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm that saying. I didn't moment. even know then that you felt oh, yeah. it. So I thought that I was alone in this. And so I obsessed for the entire week about that. That's and crazy. I was like, something's off and it needs to be corrected now. Because I love this woman and yeah. I want this friendship to work. So I don't know what's going on. So mm -hmm. I had to like attack it. Mm -hmm. And I obsessed about it. And I'm someone who, oh, okay. I, I don't want to get too far into it. I don't want to get too far into it. No, We're okay. going to get into it. But I want to start, I want to talk about the evolution of our friendship, which also has to deal with the evolution of the business. Yes. Because it's all intertwined. It is. Um, connected. All connected, which makes things so intricate and so mm -hmm. complicated. Yeah. So I'll start in the beginning. When we started this podcast, do you remember where we were in our friendship? When we started this podcast, we were really still in the baby phases of our friendship. Like at that time period, you were still married to Jared. Mm-hmm. And but we were like, course, yeah. yeah, but we were like just super like every time we were around each other, we were, we're just, just like bubbly, excited like to excited. be around each other. Because we didn't see each other that often, mm -mm. but we knew that we were kindred spirits. Yes. So we had the basics of our connection, mm -hmm. but we didn't have the foundation yet. Mm -mm. And but I don't think we've been friends for a year. Yeah. And we hadn't seen each other in different, in different phases yes. of life. And that's at that where point. that's where it got a little complicated. Yeah. I didn't realize until our both of our lives started going crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where we were in the beginning when we started the podcast. But we had enough clearly to start a podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had enough. I think that when okay, number one to start off, you and I, we're both the type of people that when we find somebody that we like, we just cling to them. We cling to them because so, we don't like a lot of people. Yeah, so it's not often that we even find other people that we would desire friendship with. Mm, uh, and so <laughs> once we realized that we desired friendship together and the type of conversations that we have, like it makes mm. you feel very close to the person. So it's not like we're tiptoeing yeah, we and we're talking about like basic stuff no, like we were having we were having deep conversations that made us feel very close to one another we just didn't have the time on our belt to solidify yes that but we didn't know that no we didn't realize that until recently yeah um okay so we get into the podcast there's a rush of just like high emotions and happiness because like all this good stuff is happening for us all the podcast stuff but then my life goes to shit your mm -hmm. life gets really busy, mm -hmm. super busy. And both of us are dealing with our own individual things. Yeah. And that's what we were focused on. And we were trying our best to maintain the podcast, which was difficult, but we were able to push through. And quite honestly, we got to give our credit to Ariel and Asia because mm -hmm. that's why we were able to push through. They held us down. They carried us. They carried us while through. we were both. Yeah. I think that it. yours was the divorce and I think mine was just like the ending of grad school. Yeah. And it was beating up. Like we were both getting beat up in life by different things yeah. at the same time. At the same time. Yeah. 
That is crazy. Like you were doing a lot of gaining and I was doing a lot of losing, but nonetheless, like it was stress. Yeah. It was a lot of stress for both of us. Yeah. Um, and then that's when I think the frustration started to kick in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was around the time that my life started to slow down and I was able to just like sit when I started to notice the imperfections mm. um, in not our friendship necessarily because I didn't intertwine it to our friendship, but it was more so in our business relationship, which I didn't realize is so heavily intertwined with our friendship. But it started to feel too much mm-hmm. like a business. And I realized I was feeling very distant from you, yeah. like very, very distant from you because I was hanging out with Asia mm-hmm. and I felt closest to Asia. And I was like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And I started to feel closer to Ariel. And I was like, what is happening right now? But mm-hmm. I felt so distant from you and that's it was what a few months ago when I was like we need to start hanging out outside of the podcast like we have to because I realized there there's an issue here mm-hmm. and I'm scared that it's going to get bad because mm-hmm. um, I don't like feeling distant from my friends because mm-hmm. that's when I start to like I don't know I just start acting it's unlike like a my, wall it's like a wall and mm-hmm. I don't like the wall version of me because I'm not I'm not considerate I'm not like I'm just to people who aren't in my inner circle, I might be mean to. Yeah. But like you're in my inner circle. And so I was, I knew in order to like hide my frustrations, there needed to be a wall. Yeah. So like avoidancy. Like, avoidancy. Which we'll get into. Oh God, which we'll definitely get into. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, so it was then when I started to see the imperfections and I started requesting like, we need to spend time outside of the podcast, but you didn't have time for that. Mm-hmm. And so we were in like a very maintenance uh, stage. And the only time we saw each other was for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And we're having these very like deep deep conversations quote unquote but we're not like spending time outside of that and so it starts to feel taxing and so yeah. I my I started to associate like emotional exhaustion with our friendship mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that until now because I have clarity but nonetheless like I started to associate the two and my frustration started to slowly show mm-hmm. and and ha- what my brain started to focus on mm-hmm. and then I would only focus on the negative mm-hmm. but I didn't know how bad it was until that damn episode so mm-hmm. and then I started to freak out yeah because I don't like that yeah and then I talked to Anna like two or three times the first time you know you know how you you just got a vent about something you have to literally just release the emotions and so that's what I did I just released mm-hmm. and then I talked to Natalie about it and then I talked to Anna again and what I realized is the there's a pattern in my life that God loves to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think because he I'm his daughter and he knows how to handle me. Mm-hmm. So there's a pattern where as soon as something comes to my conscious mind, because I don't think people realize just how how much work your subconscious is doing, you can only be aware of so much. Mm-hmm. So your subconscious is doing a lot of work. But as soon as it, something comes to your conscious mind, as a mature and growing adult, it's your responsibility to work on it. Yeah. You can't ignore it. It's mm-hmm. like, you're aware of it now. You got to work on it. Yeah. And so that was that's what I experienced. I said, oh shit, like mm-hmm. this is a problem. And then I started obsessing. Yeah. And then God always... Every single time, every single time I'll obsess, I'll obsess. And then I'll come to a conclusion where I say, okay, this is the deadline where I have to have this conversation with this person. Mm -hmm. It's usually as soon as I set the deadline, God always gives an opportunity for the conversation to happen almost immediately. Mm -hmm. I experienced it with New York when there was a specific conversation. And I, cause you remember for months, I couldn't figure out what it was about our relationship, what it was, but any, I obsessed about it. I obsessed about it for like a few months. And then finally I had clarity and I was like, okay, at this point I'll have the conversation that day. Mm-hmm. That day we were just having a comfortable conversation and, and he brought up. it up That's and I was able to go into it. But I think he knows, God knows me. I have to, I need time to process everything. I need time to have clarity on what I'm actually feeling because 
if you are wise, do not, <laughs> do not have conversations prematurely. When you're in your super heightened emotional state. Or even when you're just feeling confused. Yeah. Confusion is not, I won't say it's not normal. It's normal, but you won't always be confused. There's clarity. But if you, if you give it time and if you're seeking the answers, there is clarity. Yeah. Wisdom is not just knowing what to say, but when to speak. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that I just needed time. And so I obsessed, I obsessed, I obsessed. And on my way to your house, I was talking to Anna and I said, okay, here's my deadline. Mm -hmm. And when was this? Two days ago? Yeah. Literally two days ago. For a game night that I almost didn't come to. Yeah. So I, I (laughs) I walked in here. I see everybody. I say, hey, I see you. I hug you and immediately I feel it. Mm -hmm. Something was off Mm -hmm. and I started to panic Mm -hmm. on the inside because I needed connection immediately because I started feeling very insecure about our connection. And I was like, she hates me. She don't like me. She sees it too. Something's wrong. We literally do the same thing. We do the literal. So, okay, before we go into the conversation, I want to give my... Yes, my perspective. My perspective of kind of how everything went. Okay, go. So... In my mind, for the past few months, I'm under the impression more so that everything that's kind of like wrong mm-hmm. or things that are off mm-hmm. have more so to do with like the space that you were personally in mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. So I took it like just kind of what will go into what you said, like Kayla needs space. I took it like Ayana needs space. Mm-hmm. like. Ayana's in a space where she doesn't really know right now because it went from like, oh, I want to be completely alone to like, no, I want to be around my friends. So it was just kind of like, yeah. I was like, okay, what is I it? I do think like, they were intertwined, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was just like, oh, I don't know how mm-hmm. to how to do this. And then with me personally kind of like drowning in the yeah, stage that I was stuff, in yeah. then, it was just hard for me to like show up physically. Like, and I think that that's something that where we realized that uh, there was a little bit of a difference in that we have to meet in the middle is that I'm just so used to connecting with my friends, like just like pick up the phone. We talk on the phone for like six hours and it's like, okay, we talked like, yeah. talk to you later. And then we might not see each other, but it's still that connection. But since we have not had that space and that time to do that, and then it's everything that is just, Dealing with the podcast and business related, it makes your friendship kind of feel like not a friendship Mm -hmm. in just business oriented. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize, I think, how taxing it was or like that it was impacting me in that way, like what you said until that day. So when we were on the call that day and that and you said with like the stuff or whatever, I was like, bro, like my immediate response was like, she don't like me. Mm. And I was like, we are not friends. Like, damn, you really escalated. I did. I, I think that, I think that it's because I take stuff. This is like the you sensitive have a rejective, side. Bruh, we both have rejection sensitivity. Yeah, like you you have to explain what it is oh, to people. Uh, where you just, it only takes a few times for me if you reject me, even in the slightest way. Because <laughs> I remember, I mean, what was it? A few times when I reached out and I was like, hey, Caleb, like we should do this. But you just didn't have the time. Mm-hmm. But like after a while, my brain is like, I just won't reach out to her anymore. Like I'll wait until she- Like she until don't want to re- come. Yeah, I'll just wait until she reach out to, to me. Because like, I, I mean, like I'm not going to keep reaching out. Yeah. It's like a defense mechanism, but yeah. it's a rejection sensitivity. Yeah. So I think that that's what it was for me. And then I go into the mode of like trying to protect myself. And I think that that stems mostly from like, 
failed friendships of mm-hmm. me feeling like in previous friendships, I chased you, after people. You were de- yes. And I did so much to like try to please people. Yes. And make the friendship work. And so it just, in my mind, it goes like, ex- like living my life in extremes. Once See. again, extremely negative. Like, oh, this person doesn't like me. They're not my friend. Like we don't need to be friends if they don't want to be my friend. Like, so it was immediately that type of reaction. And I'm happy though, that we did have a few days in between so that I was able to kind of like come down from Mm -hmm. the high Mm -hmm. to the in-between. And then the day that you came, I wasn't expecting, I didn't know if you were going to come, but I knew that if you came, I was like, I'm talking to Ayana if she comes over here. (laughs) I knew because I knew that for me, it's, it's bad for me to hold on to negative emotions because if I hold on to it, then I do like what we both said that we have an issue with where you just let the friendship fade. Mm. So if I hold on to that, it builds up resentment. Mm. Then I'm starting to like nitpick every little thing that happens. I'm like turning my nose up at. So I was like, I have to, I have to let this out. Like it will not be productive for our friendship. But I realized at that moment, like when I knew that I was going to talk to you, I was like, when we talk, it's going to have to be about our friendship. Like, not the podcast aside. Yeah, just the friendship. Just our friendship. Because none of this matters or it it means nothing if if, we ain't good. If we not good. Like, it means absolutely nothing. Because neither of us are interested in being in business with people that we're not close with or like we're not, we don't like. Yeah. And that's what we say is so special about what we have here that a lot of people don't get the privilege of like you go to full-time jobs and you work corporate jobs with people Mm -hmm. that you don't like and it's business and it's caddy and it's politics and all this different stuff. But when you work amongst friends, you get the opportunity to just like unapologetically be yourself, Mm -hmm. but it also sets you up to have uncomfortable conversations Mm -hmm. for you to grow because it's not, just the business part of it, but it's the friendship part of it and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like they're all interconnected. They're all interconnected. Yeah. Yeah. But go ahead. So you said like when you showed up, yeah, when you showed up, I was like, I was in my mood. I was like, I could tell. And that's like, when I felt that I started panicking. I yeah. really, I really did start. I thought I was going to cry right there, but I saw you go into the bathroom and when I saw you go into the bathroom immediately, I was like, oh, this is my moment to at least just connect with her. And that's yeah. all I expected. But when I when I saw you and I hugged you, my first reaction was to cling. And, and we both did. And we, we literally just clung. held each and other. Then, and then when you asked, are you okay? And immediately I was like, this is it. And mm-hmm. I was like, God, thank you. Because like at this point, I have the clarity. I know the words that I want to say. This is the perfect time. And I was like... No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. And then immediately my eyes started to get a little watery. And then we went to, I'm about to cry right now. We literally scooched <laughs> in my room, hugging, like scooched hugging. down the hall, hugging, and went into my room. And I wanted to like ease it in because one of the things that I didn't want to happen is because I know that you've been in a space of like healing and growing. Mm-hmm. And it's been a lot of conversation around like ways that, this could be better or that could be better. And I didn't want you to feel under attack. Yeah. Like I wanted you to feel like this is coming from a place of like, I truly care about our Mm. friendship and I care about you. I know that this dynamic is not us. So what's like, what's what's going on? Yeah. And then we just went straight into it. Yeah. We dove in, man. 
Yeah. And I told her, I was like, yeah, it hurt my feelings when you said what you said about kicking me out because I didn't respond to the. And I was like, it's crazy because so the thing that we realized when we were talking is like, it's just all that we're really just the same person. It's a mirror. No one likes. No, <laughs> sorry. No, because I experienced the same thing with Anna because Anna and I are mirrors, too. Mm-hmm. Um, no one likes. I won't say no one likes. It's frustrating. It's confronting to be friends with someone who is your mirror. Yep. Because when you see flaws in them, it reminds you of flaws in yourself subconsciously. You're not consciously thinking about it. And it frustrates the shit out of you. Yeah. And I realized that's what was happening with you. Even some of my frustrations with the business part, they were things that you were struggling with that I was struggling we with. We both struggled with the same exact the stuff. The same exact stuff. Yeah. And it's so fucking confronting. Yeah. Yeah. And uncomfortable. It is. Ugh. It's the same thing. And so that, like, that was really the breakdown that we had when we were talking. I was like, Ayana, like, first of all, we're sister signs. Yeah. Like, and I realized when I was talking, like, before I talked to her, I had the revelation, like, literally every friendship that I've had with a Taurus had literally went to shit. Yeah. And I was like, this is crazy. And so the wild part about it is my mom was a Taurus. Yeah. And we were like besties. And so I'm like, what is this thing? Like, I feel like this keeps presenting itself for a reason Mm -hmm. that I keep getting confronted with people that are of this sign. Mm -hmm. And then the friendship just goes kaput. Yeah. And I was like, I think that in every single situation, It was the avoidancy aspect where it's like you just avoid the difficult conversations. You avoid what it is that needs to be addressed Mm -hmm. so that it just kind of fades off. And I realized like in a lot of those situations, I don't necessarily feel terrible about the way that things ended. Most of the time. Most of the time. But I knew in our situation. I didn't want that. That I didn't want that. Same. I think think it takes in, in a situation like that where both of you guys are like mirrors to each other and you both have avoidance issues there's going to have to be some vulnerability. And I think at this point, both of us realize like we did not want to lose each other. Mm-hmm. Am I going to cry? No, I'm not. I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. I really don't want to cry. Um, I really, I think we realized we were, me- I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I realized I didn't want to lose you. Yeah. And it freaked me out. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know the, the podcast is the podcast and we'll be doing the podcast, but I, I want you. Yeah. And I, I panicked. And I think we, like, I was in there crying my fucking eyes out. We were literally sitting on the floor, just, like, completely wrapped around each other and just yeah. hugging. And, like, I honestly, this is so funny because Ayana was crying. She's like, I'm tired of crying. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's better than what I got. I ain't got no tears left to cry. My emotions are dried the fuck up. Bro, them things dried up. I be feeling, but the tears don't work no more. Like, they don't come out. But mm-hmm. I be feeling it in my spirit, in my heart. But... Yeah, it's it's heavy. Like, and especially at this point when you work so hard for friendships. Yeah. You don't want heavy to lose that, yeah. a good friendship over simple things that could be fixed based upon a conversation. Yeah. And so that so this is the main point. Mm. This is what we realized about our friendship that is really crazy is that with me and Ariel, me and Asia, all of my other friends, I can't necessarily compare it to the relationship in the way that our dynamic works because Mm -hmm. of the fact that I have spent years, we have spent years building a foundation. And we're newbies. And we're newbies. Like our, our friendship is in the little baby phase. This is our first conflict. Yeah. 
This is our first conflict. So it's in the baby phase. It's like there needs to be a conversation. The, the situation needs to be addressed. How do we get through this? We know that we don't want to lose the friendship. So how do we overcome yeah. this this hurdle? It's, it's the same thing that you kind of talk about in relationships when it's like, it's I, like dating. Yeah, it's, it's like us that. versus the problem. Yeah. Like me and you versus this thing. Like yeah. not the thing driving a wedge between us, not it ruining our friendship, but it's literally me and you against how can we combat this so that our friendship can thrive. I think it's so, I mean, I won't say easy, but I do think we we have an advantage because we're both very empathetic people. Yeah. And so it's easy for us to see the humanity in each other and go, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Okay, I see. Mm-hmm. Like, I see you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but we're human too, which mm-hmm. is why, like, I went through that moment of, like, my mind only focusing on negative stuff and only focusing on me and me, 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 me. Yeah. And then it was that come to, come to Jesus moment. And mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. Like there's there's some, been some mis- miscommunication here, and we yeah. legit struggle with the same shit. <laughs> we literally sat there in awe, like we're the same person. This that is all is. happening because we have the same issue. We both are not confronting the issue. We're both avoiding. We both have a lot of the same, probably flaws, and then strengths as well. So yeah, it's not very balancing necessarily, but yeah. it's doable if you choose to look at your friendship like. We can work together to get over these problems and to become better at these things that we have weaknesses in versus it be a situation of like, I'm going to project onto you because you remind me of myself. Yeah. And you know what? Projection is going to happen sometimes. Like it's a it's a human response um, that your subconscious does. Some people do it consciously and that's fucked up. But like it's something that your subconscious does. When you're aware of it, though, you need to correct yourself. Yeah. You have to correct yourself. Yeah. Um, But I will say I was talking to when I was talking to Anna about it, Anna was like, You'll you you guys will be fine. Mm-hmm. She was like, you guys will be perfectly fine. She was she, she was like, you want to know how I know? She was like, because as much as I know about Kayla, she's a good person. Mm-hmm. And she was like, for you know, for anybody else, I say, why are you friends with her? Yeah, <laughs> God, that's funny because I've actually heard you say that statement. Why are you friends with her? <laughs> I make that statement more than a few times. <laughs> That's not your friend. <laughs> That's not your friend. Um, but she was like, she, you both are good people. At the end of the day, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a thing. And I think that friendships, relationships in general go through things like, Mm -hmm. and it's meant to make you stronger. It's like a test. Like, okay. This is our make or break moment. It was. It was like, and I think all friendships have those moments. They all have them. (laughs) They all have them. But every time you get through them. Now, then it creates like a space where it's like, okay, we went through this and we didn't. We didn't blow up like if we come to another conflict, we'll probably feel more comfortable to talk about it before it gets to that point. Like it doesn't feel as scary. It's like a trial and error kind of thing with friendships. And if you try it and you see, oh, this actually wasn't that bad, you're more likely to do it again. Yeah. Because it wasn't like an unpleasant experience. I mean, conflict is uncomfortable. Yes. But like conflict is meant to strengthen you. Yeah. People should stop running from it so much because it's going to happen with two different people. Like tensions and frustrations are going to rise yeah but it's how you handle it and it's a whole nother thing when you add on the the point that i think we made when we talked on the phone the next day about like being anxious avoidant oh yeah because then you're like (laughs) 
Then you're lacking irrationally. Yeah. You got 5,000 thoughts going through your mind. She doesn't like me. She said this and she said that. Oh my gosh, we can't talk. Ah." It's like, and then you'd be like, oh yeah. So because of all those things, I'm going to peace out. I ain't going to say nothing. I'm just going to act like this thing don't exist. I'm going to just fade. Yeah. Yeah, neither but, of us wanted that. No, and I'm I'm proud of us because I am too. This is something that we both struggled with mm-hmm. previously in friendships and mm-hmm. we chose together to like work through it. Yeah. And not make it a thing for us. Yeah. Like we decided that our friendship meant more. And we always talk, we literally talked about this at the beginning of our friendship. I remember you were saying that that was one thing you were scared about. Like, oh, when I go, like when we go into business, oh, I'm scared yes. about the conflict type thing. Oh my God, I did say that. You did. And I remember I was saying, and I was obsessing about it then. Like, when are we going to have our first conflict? When are we going to have our first conflict? And then I forgot about it all of a sudden. And now here we are with our first conflict. Mm-hmm. And we did a good job. We did. I'm proud of us. We did. I love that. And we made it through. So. We made it through. So next time, it won't be situations of lingering stuff because I think that this kind of broke the ice. It's I like, do think this broke the ice. Okay, right? like we could talk and it's not going to be a blow up. Yeah, I do think we'll be fine though. Well, at least for this next season. Because what I realize now is with this new person that I am and this new phase of my life is um, talking on the phone isn't enough for me unless you're one of my OG friends that I've known for 10 years. Because mm-hmm. I was just talking to Natalie about this and I was telling her, I feel very distant from you. And we talk every other day on the phone, but I'm like, I need quality time, mm-hmm. especially with, I think it's because I like live alone now. Mm-hmm. And while I did that before and I loved being alone, it's different for me now. Now I crave like community and I crave to be around people um, because I realized seclusion for me, too much of it is bad. Like it's yeah. really bad. And so I was telling her, like, I feel very distant and I need quality time. Yeah. Cause if not, like I just, I don't mean to, but like I start to detach. Yeah. It's a delicate balancing act and it's hard. It, it goes along with the adult friendships thing because people are in these different phases of Mm. life that requires different stuff. And it's hard, like when you're in a phase like you're in where you are craving like connection mm. and then you have a friend that's a craving seclusion. seclusion yeah and that's why that's why i told her i was like we're both just gonna have to be very um understanding and empathetic of each other because we have very different needs yeah and i don't want either of us to be working or acting out of a deficit mm-hmm. um which is i mean i happens. think that that's where you lean on the the foundation and the Mm -hmm, care that you have towards that friendship. Like you realize like, okay, like this is not us all the time. And you know it because Mm -hmm. you've seen that it's different on other occasions. And so it's like, okay, this is a season that we're in. And in the future, this is something that we just will probably have to work at to like rebuild because it's not, we can't, get that from one another at this exact it's time. Like it's We're in maintenance phase. Yeah. But I also, I'm not too worried about me and Natalie because uh, one good thing about being on a stressful ass fucking reality TV show and thereafter is you've seen this person in extreme stress. Yeah. So you know who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys have gone through, especially with something like that, like not many people go through on a reality TV show. So we're bonded in a way that I can't bond with anyone else. Yeah. So I'm not too worried about that part. I think we have the foundation. I think the harder part with us is that we didn't have that. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. And that that was the difficult thing. And that's where I came to kind of like my aha moment because 
majority of my friends that I have in my life, and I think for you too, mm, are friends me. that we've I've had, had for, a for such a long time. Because we, I mean, we both talked about the fact that we didn't have friends. What, yeah. what was that, just like last year or something? Right, and now we're making all these friends and you got to figure out how to build friendships. It's hard. It's hard. Especially like, okay, this is the thing that I Jesus. realized. So when it comes to your friendships that you've had for such a long time, you were in a, probably more than likely you were in a phase of life at that point in time where, where all that you had, you had an abundant amount of time mm -hmm. to connect with your friends. Like in college. That's all you do is hang out with your friends. Quality time. Yeah. You spend tons of time together. So then when you get to the adult phase of life, it doesn't feel like, Oh, we have to do this. Like, yeah, you would like to, you, you, constantly want to be with your friends mm -hmm. but it's like when you can't it's not such a big deal but I think with adult friendships it's like the balancing act of like I have all of this stuff going on but then I also have to water into my friendship yeah and make sure that it's important make sure they know how I feel about them because if you get too distant it's like I'm like we're not friends yeah. like this is not a friendship anymore. It's easier to fade out yeah when you're an adult yeah yeah and I think that's why people have such a hard time Maintaining friendships. Yeah. Or even making, making friends. Making adult friendships. Friends. Yeah. It's hard. It is hard, man. Because, like, how do you meet people? When you're in different seasons of life and mm. all of that different stuff, like, typically when you're younger, everybody's kind of in the same season of life. Like, oh, we're in college. Oh, yeah. we're in high school. We live with our parents. Yeah. We're in college. just our first time on our own. Yeah. And then life, everyone's all over the place. Yeah. We're in different, it, look at us, like different phases. Like you're in a space where you're recently divorced and you're trying to like yeah. establish and find yourself again mm -hmm. as now an individual a single individual. woman. Yeah. Than what woman. I was before. Even right. Before the marriage. So and yeah. then me trying to like keep the individuality but mm -hmm. also like combining marriage. my life with somebody else it's yeah. just it's crazy it is crazy so life be life life be life in but i'm proud of us like i said before I, too. I love you i love you i'm happy that we got through this and Me we too. talked about it so Me no too. more festering feelings we're no. gonna confront it yeah. and just talk it through but today was a good start because we like we planned, we literally just like had a whole day together. Yeah, we had a whole day. It was great. Yeah, we've been together all day. I've been craving it. Yeah. And it was good for me too, because I forget the the um, impact of getting out the house sometimes. Because I just be like, <laughs> look, I be up in here like, Same. well, this Same. is good. Oh, see, no. And you be like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I be in there losing my mind sometimes. Yeah. And and I'm like, where does every, because everyone has a job. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, that's the part. It'd be work. But I'm not working right now. So that's why I had to remind you when we talked. I'm like, Ayana, I'm literally here. Like, And then you were like, okay, but you can hit me up sometimes. I'm like, you're right. I could do better at that. Because I surely don't be saying nothing. I just be sitting you here know, like. That's what I was waiting for. I was like, I'm just waiting for Kayla to hit me up. Because like, I know she needs some time to like get used to like, you know, not working. It's yet. the overindulgence. Mm. I'll sit and overindulge in time with myself. Like if nobody say nothing, I'll be like, okay, I could just sit here forever. Because I mean, who's who, who's the greatest person to spend time with on this planet? Me. In my, in my bed. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. My bed. I feel it. I'm pretty great too. So I'm like, you know what? It ain't that bad. Then I get crazy. I'm right. Like, all right, I'm losing my mind. Okay, so since we've been in the house, mm. we got to talk about Phil of the Week. Because oh, we've been watching some TV. We have been watching some TV. A lot of a TV. A lot of reality TV. I've watched so much reality TV. Well, I won't say not a crazy amount, but more than I think I, I have been recently. I've been watching tons. I literally... it. 
it feels like old me where I used to end one show and then be like, oh, I got another one. Oh, I got another one. I have so many shows lined up right now. Yeah? Yes. I've been watching Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. I still got to start that. Ariel told me about it. You told me to watch The Big D. So I've been watching The Big D. She watched it. Now I'm watching Temptation Island. It's back. So Temptation (laughs) Island is back. It comes on... Temptation Island and Big D come on on the same days, like back to back. Ah. So I'm watching that. I'm watching Love Island UK. I, I just started watching that. Your brain is just melting. It yeah, is. Brain is melting. And I'm loving it. I'm you like, oh, I me. actually don't think there's any. Now I'm starting to think there's nothing wrong with watching reality team and doesn't make your brain cells disappear because you are technically working, especially us. We love to analyze people's behavior. We That's all to- I'm doing. I'm psychoanalyzing exactly. the entire thing. Exactly. So, oh, that was toxic. Oh, he's gaslighting. Oh, like we love doing that. That's engaging for us. So yeah. that's why we, that's why people love watching reality. Now, some people just be judgmental. They love mm-hmm. to judge people mm-hmm. and make themselves feel better but like we just be like you know yeah we just like analyzing yeah it's fun and and i watched the perfect find what is that on netflix what is that with gabrielle union and keith powers they're in a movie together a a rom-com not as like a romantic oh that's weird yes but it makes weird once you watch it it makes a little more sense it is weird it is weird i will say it's weird uh, first of all, two two of my celebrity crushes, Keith Powers and uh, Kofi Cerebo. Oh, Kofi. Asia's <laughs> like, yeah. Those are two of my... So I might watch it just because he's on it. Yeah. It's Keith Powers. I mean, what can I say? I what can't can say I nothing because I have a ring on my I, hand, but I really it's want Keith Powers. Uh, Ryan Destiny again. They are. They're back together? They're so cute. I love Ryan Destiny. She's my favorite. She's just such a vibe. She's such a vibe. If there's anybody that that I love for Keith Powers, it's Ryan Destiny. Yeah. She's the one. Yeah. She's the one. They just need to like be together and stay together. Wait, so what did you think about the big D? Oh, wait, for those of you who don't know, the Big D, the concept of the show, it's on what? What is it on? Peacock? USA. USA, Peacock, and E! Network. Um, or if you have Hulu Live, it's you could catch it on there, too. Yeah, so the concept of the show is they take six, well, I can't remember how many divorced couples, but there's a few divorced couples. It's like a handful, like five of them or something. Uh, they take the divorced pairs, they put them on a, in a villa, and uh, everyone's uh, open to dating. Now, mm-hmm. some some of these couples go in there with different uh, motives. Some one of one of the people may be trying to get back together with their person, and the other person may be wanting to date. Mm-hmm. So it's just it gets a little messy. Yeah, but it is it has kind of like the structure of Love Island where they do eliminations yeah. Yeah. and then they bring new people in. So they bring in new people that are divorced people. Yeah, which is. Crazy, which is because it's all divorce people. But the but the concept of the show is like they want people who are actually open and ready for dating. So if they feel that you're not ready and openly ready to date, they'll send you home. Yes, um, but it's good. It's a good show. I would recommend it. Out of ten, I would probably score it maybe like a. I give it like an eight. Okay. I give it like an eight. It's an entertaining show. It's entertaining. It's interesting. The thing that's kind of interesting to me, though, is the fact that they say at the beginning, like, okay, like you're here to either move on and find love with somebody else or find out if the person that you were previously Mm -hmm. married to, you're still in love with. Mm -hmm. 
But if they're with the, if they still have like feelings for the person that they were previously with, they kick them off. Yeah. They get them up out of there. Well, I think because if it's not mutual. Yeah. Because there were, there's two guys on there who is clearly not mutual. Yeah. So it's like, all right, you got to go home because yeah. you you don't even want to try. And you're just trying to disrupt what they got going Literally. on. Literally. So that's the thing that's interesting about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would say watch it. It's worth the watch. It's definitely, it's a good show. It's a great show. It's a good show. And Temptation Island this season is good. There's a girl on there. Her name is Vanessa. Mm. And she is like... She's she's kind of like drama, but mm. it's like it's good. Like she's entertaining. Okay. She's entertaining, and I'm just you just remind me of Vanessa from uh, Queer. Uh, oh yeah. Did we talk about that? Mm-mm. I didn't finish it though, bro. That you can tell that show is um, their emotions are very real. Are you talking about Ultimatum? Yeah. Yeah. Their emotions were very real. Yeah. Very, and I love the conversations that were happening. Yeah. It was just so much better. It was. It was very real, and it gave more of a look into what their real lives yeah. were, were their relationship dynamics, the real root of the issues, yeah. why there was an ultimatum. Instead of it feeling scripted, like one person has an ultimatum and one person yeah. this, you know? Yeah, because the first that, that first one definitely felt scripted as hell. I was yeah. like, what's happening? Is this even real? Yeah. Bradley, can we talk about Ozzy for a second? And we think we're avoided. No. We think we're avoided. Ozzy was pretty bad. Ozzy's like, you could criticize her shirt and she like, I'm out of here. Yep. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. She can't even, like, as soon as somebody made any type of um, comment towards her that was negative. She's like, I'm she would like literally that. be done. She said, I can't deal with this right now. Yeah. But I'm very proud of Sam for eventually getting to a point to where she realized like she was doing herself a disservice by not being able to talk about these things. Yeah. And she started to stand up for herself. That was a really big moment for her. I said, I could for tell. you. Yeah. Good for you. Sam might have been the most mature person on that whole I think so too. I think I she think was so very too. mature. Yeah. The most mature. For sure. Yeah. What else have you been watching? Uh, Love Island UK. Love Love Island UK this season. It's so good. Who's your favorite? Who is my favorite? I really like Ella, low key. I can't stand Ella. I like Ella. I like um, Catherine, but Catherine's just super chill. Catherine's like, very, very chill. She does, but I like Ella because she got a little spice to her. She got too much. Well, okay, <laughs> I won't say she got too much spice, but she is like wildly, like irrationally. I won't say irrationally insecure, but like she's very insecure. Mm. But to the point to where it's like that doesn't make sense. Yeah, like that. But she's entertaining. Make See, that's that's the thing. Most of the time in reality TV, I like the people who are a little bit of a problem because they make the show run. Oh, if they get if Ella if Ella got eliminated from the show, the show would feel completely different. Yeah, like then who would be the drama? That's what who would who would provide the entertainment? I do like Jess though, but I feel like Jess is in such a Wait, toxic. Which one's Jess again? She's the she's the white girl with the blonde hair that's with uh I don't know why I was thinking about Molly. It's not Molly. Do you like Molly? No. I don't like Molly. Molly's like, <laughs> she's drama. And she's like burning stuff on fire. <laughs> yeah, she's drama in the wrong way. Yeah, I in agree. the wrong way. I agree. Okay. Um, okay. Wait, who is Jess? Jess is the blonde girl that is with Sammy. Oh, I love Jess. Yeah, I really like her. She's I a love sweet Jess. girl. She's sweet. I don't like Whitney, though. I And I have concerns about Medi. 
Okay, I definitely have concerns about Medi and Sammy, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, but Whitney, I feel I just know I wouldn't be friends with her, but I I don't not like her. I think that she does. She is like what they call a. I'm a girl's girl. She's a girl's girl. Why are you putting quotations? <laughs> because that little yeah. saying, "I'm a girl's girl. I'm a girl's girl." That triggers but, me, first of all, because you know what makes me think of. I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, you know what? <laughs> We're gonna wrap this thing up. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to another week at Fill in the Blank. Uh, you can follow us on TikTok at Fill in the Blank Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Fill in the Blank underscore. Watch us on YouTube for these lovely visual- visuals by Asia Lexi Productions. Um, that's Fill in the Blank Podcast. And then you can follow me on Instagram at is told by dot Kayla and Ayana at, at Ayana.amore. We love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.